Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got James Coddington. James, you are the founder and CEO of Joy Business Academy on the web at joybusinessacademy.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having me. So I, I guess, why don't we start with talking about what Joy Business Academy is? Yeah, well, that's a great place to start. So uh, <laughs> we're all about delivering immersive learning, learning that delivers very high learning outcomes in a fraction of the time it traditionally takes people to, to learn skills or learn qualifications. We've been doing this for just over six years, and we started off by delivering traditional education through games. Uh, we created really immersive games which um, connected to an audience which was largely disconnected with traditional education. And we're able to show that through playing games intertwined with educational outcomes, we could deliver a 95 plus percent learning outcome for people who were getting less than 10 percent in, in traditional education. And then we've kind of grown it from uh, creating mobile games into creating um, immersive VR experiences connected mm -hmm. to qualifications. So you're able to do a qualification which would take you upwards of two to four weeks traditionally, and we're able to do it in, in just over an hour uh, in VR. So the, the opportunities it's opening up for individuals which have traditionally um, haven't been able to get into the workforce because either they've got low literacy um, or perhaps English is not their first language and traditional education is failing them. So we're able to deliver this learning experience which creates really high learning outcomes um, for a very wide audience in a fraction of the time. So industry love it, government loves it, and ultimately people who are looking for a job love it. So what's going on that this is, explain it to, explain a little bit of the science here. Why is this so much more effective? Well, it, it, it's no secret that the more immersive you can create a, a learning experience, the higher the learning outcome. And that's, that's as simple as if you're, if you're in a classroom and, and perhaps you don't have high literacy levels or perhaps that you don't enjoy learning um, through what we call chalk and talk, you're going to have very low learning outcomes. You, you'll, you'll switch off, you won't be engaged, you won't be excited about what you're learning. Now, if you enjoy what you're learning and you, you're able to not only learn the theory but also apply that theory um, in that time, which is VR, you're able to create these really high learning outcomes. And it's not just um, a, a normal learning experience, like if someone was delivering you a PowerPoint presentation, mm -hmm. you're able to actually experience that learning, which also creates uh, your physiological response to that learning. So if you're creating something which is quite dangerous in the workplace, perhaps a health and safety scenario or something, mm -hmm and you really want to um, mimic the response of what would happen if, if you were in danger, you do that in a VR experience. So we've shown that the heart rate mimics exactly what happens in real life. 
and also muscle memory. So if you're creating the muscle memory, the physiological response of the learning, you're getting these really high learning outcomes because it's as real as it possibly can be without actually being real. Yeah, and and exploding a bunch of toxic chemicals into the air or something like that. <laughs> and that's not always uh, um, a, a well-oiled machine, right? Right, right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that more than once. Now, now there's... so. Um, now, I, I mean, obviously, what we're talking about is is learning. I mean, yes, I mean, there's likely some some youth based applications, but uh, it looks like you're doing a lot of more adult education or professional training and development. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter what country you're in. Uh, disruption is hitting every industry. Uh, it doesn't matter what industry you, you've been in. Perhaps you've been in it for 20, 30 years and you're finding that your industry may be manufacturing, maybe um, some more um, uh, traditional type of work is being disrupted through technology. Now, those individuals often have been in their jobs for 20, 30 plus years. They're having to learn new skills and they're having to translate those skills into new industries. And they, they just don't have time to go into study for a year or two or three years to learn those skills to transfer into new industries. So all industries have to learn to train their, their staff faster, more effectively, and ultimately um, give them uh, learning outcomes which are um, in the very high 90 percentile to be successful. And if they don't, if they keep doing things the same way, which I'm pretty sure Albert Einstein coined insanity, um, doing the same thing the same way, expecting a different result, that is insanity. So when they are looking to, to um, mobilize large workforces into an industry which is being disrupted, we have to learn to train faster. We have to learn to train more effectively. And ultimately, we have to learn to train uh, robustly and so that we're able to scale what we do and it is not as expensive as what we'd call traditional education. And as the, the mobilization of global workforces changes with English is not always the first language, literacy is not always high, we have to learn a new way of translating that information so that it connects to all audiences, not just the literate and the English speaking ones. Yeah. And so James, um, so who have you been able to serve uh, in terms of your clients? Uh, so we've started in New Zealand and we're working on 14 different industries, largely, um, so we started with a pilot with our New Zealand government to, to help and assist, uh, uh, I guess you'd call it one of our biggest challenges in our part of the world is construction. There's a, there's a construction boom going on in New Zealand. We're unable to find uh, qualified uh, workers to work in the industry and we're able to, um, we wanted to be able to train the staff faster and more effectively. And a lot of our construction workers are coming from offshore and they're immigrating to New Zealand. And so English was not their first language. So we need to come up with a new way of training, uh, educating those individuals um, much, much faster and in a way that would resonate with them to, to keep them safe on the workplace. And we, we did that very successfully over a period of six months and we proved the model. And over that time, we've been able to um, take the model that we've proven by increasing learning outcomes from less than 20% to 98%, taking the training from seven days down to 35 minutes, and then 
ultimately saving our government uh, $6 million in the process, so giving them a return on investment by, by um, saving a lot of time and energy for the industry. Well, that's got to make them happy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep the government happy, but yes, they are very happy. <laughs> so uh, you launched this uh, just over uh, just over four years ago, four and a half years ago. And so how did you get into this space and how did you know that uh, this was uh, going to be the industry to really get into? Yeah, sure. Um, well, we actually started in a traditional education sense. So um, what I call analog, we were trying to solve a, a problem of youth unemployment. Um, youth unemployment isn't just a problem in New Zealand, it's a global problem. It is increasing as unemployment is reducing. Unfortunately, youth unemployment is increasing. Yeah. Yeah. And we wanted to understand why. So we understood that there was a big skills gap. And the big skills gap that we were we were seeing was that it was it was the employability skills that were lacking and what we call soft skills, their yeah. ability to work as a team. Uh, communication skills, resilience, problem solving, critical thinking, all of the things that unfortunately you don't learn in a school or at a university, but are very highly valued by by the employers. So we started to create e-learning around some of those critical skills. And we found that it was a fairly average result. And what I mean by that was Unfortunately, it only it was only picked up by the educated, um, but it, it left a big hole for the uneducated because they couldn't read or perhaps English wasn't their first language. So we needed to come up with a new way that delivered the, the same training and skills acquisition um, in, a, in a way that it didn't matter whether you were um, uh, English speaking or whether you had high literacy levels. So we created these games that had really high resonance with people of all ages. And um, if you have kids, you'll, you'll understand how, um, how much they're connected to their phones playing games, but it doesn't have to be games for evil, it can be games for good. <laughs> and games for good is all about intertwining educational outcomes in a fun, immersive, competitive um, environment. Yeah. What would be some examples uh, of uh, games for kids that would not be evil? <laughs> I guess it would be on the, uh, in terms of, they would be productive in terms of like education or learning skills. Yeah, sure. Um, so we've created a, a, a series called the Tycoon Games and the Tycoon Games um, gives kids the opportunity to run and own their own business. So they get to set up their own business in uh, either construction or retail, or hospitality, uh, or tech. And they can set up their own tech business. And a big part of that is understanding what is required from a resources point of view, HR, from a, a balance sheet and a budgetary and a financial point of view. So a lot of, um, uh, a lot of financial acumen goes into that and financial literacy. Uh, then you start looking at how you resource that, how you manage the planning, project mm. management, and then we create a game wrapping around this scenario and the, the kids can play it for weeks on end. And at the end of that, they're able to um, uh, receive micro-credentials for, for their achievements. Wow. It's not a test at the end of it, but you're actually are being assessed in your cause and effect what you do in that game. And uh, that, that's in every secondary school in New Zealand. And mm -hmm. uh, certainly 
super excited to say the year 10, which in New Zealand is uh, your age, about 14 years old, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that was the widely adopted throughout New Zealand. At the end of playing it for one term, which was 12 weeks, uh, one hour a week, they're able to be testing it two years above their level. So um, so that's year 13. And what, why and how they could do that? Well, they weren't just learning the theory of what a balance sheet is or what resources or what project management is. They're actually applying it within the game, having a lot of fun, being super competitive with other schools and their peers. And uh, they had a ball. And at the end of it, they, they had this really um, tremendous understanding of what business was all about. Uh, not just uh, entrepreneurial skills, but also some of the soft skills that, that was required. So the, the business side of things, um, you just can't create in a, in a normal environment, but you can in a game. And if you give them um, the, the, the latitude and the flexibility to play the game, their learning outcomes are quite tremendous. Wow. Um, so in the United States, um, so who, how can, and who would be someone that would, could either use your platform? Uh, are there any uh, titles that are available or, or just what, what can we do to, uh, uh, to yeah, take sure. advantage of the work that you're creating? Yeah, well, thank you, Josh. Uh, so there's, there's over 14 industries which we're working with, which have um, direct application in the U.S. And we're already in the U.S. at the moment, uh, talking actively to different partners. So if you're in the construction vertical or if you're in retail or if you're in uh, different elements of construction like uh, scaffolding or perhaps you're in petrochemical, um, agrochemical, uh, you're in... Um, uh, viticulture, horticulture, agriculture, um, health and safety, all of those we have a, a massive library of content that uh, companies can pick up, um, they can make it their own, they can brand it themselves, but ultimately we'd love to be able to share the amazing work that we've been able to achieve in, in little old New Zealand because mm-hmm. what when you can take someone's learning outcomes from less than 20% to 98% and they've been failing in traditional education and you can turn that around in a health and safety environment and you can prove that not only you can create a sustainable employment outcome, but you can make a safe work environment, that's got to be good for everyone. I think so. And, you know, I think anybody, if they were to look into their crystal ball and say, hmm, where are we going with learning and education? Do you think it's going to be more VR, AR and, and uh, you know, AI and everything else that's just much more intelligent, much more efficient and, you know, creates a much more realistic environment? And, and everybody would agree with that. So, um, James, I think it's pretty good positioning to uh, have developed such a successful brand and platform as you have over the past four and a half years. So congratulations on that. And um, is there any other way that uh, people can engage uh, with you or kind of get started in, in the work that you're doing? Yeah, sure. I mean, they can, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn or, or just my normal email address, which is james at joybusinessacademy.com. Love to hear from people. Um, at the end of the day, what we, what we center around is solving people's problems. And you know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, uh, or, or what challenges you face, I would imagine training, onboarding, inducting, and uh, providing the, their staff, which are their most valued asset, um, opportunities to grow and develop, 
is right at the top of everybody's list. And we'd love to hear how we could help. Well, James Coddington, you are the co-founder and CEO at Joy Business Academy, and you're on the web at joybusinessacademy.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Cool. Thanks, Josh. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.